0: You're wrong Fuck you were right
1: You have all made it to the dance
0: because believe me this is the dance
2: This time around, I'm starting all out. Things are gonna get better. Starting from scratch. There's something, something else. But then I got that letter. My black son. My black son. Now each day my heart is getting bigger. Don't remember sleeping with that woman, but I did. My black son. He's coming to raw. My black son. He's making every day. The best that he can. And he's also part of American Alpha for some reason. Not anymore. Welcome to the Royal Grumble, ladies and gentlemen. There's a little tribute to Kurt Angle. That's that's for Kurt Angle and your son, Jason Kurt Angle, Jordan, name, surname. Jason Jordan Angle. Jason Jordan, JJ Angle. There you go. JJ Angle, here on the Royal Grumble, playing all the best hits, all the, cla- all the, all the classics, <laughs> all the best tapes. Here we go. Right. Yes. This is a messy start. It's a messy, <laughs> messy, well, it's a messy situation, you know. Yeah. You know, found out you had sex with a black woman in college
1: because that's what you're into. And then just like, that is what he's into. (laughs) Yeah, but you've got a story about, I'm Daryl, by the way. I didn't get into (laughs) it. He's not introduced introduced anyone yet, but. All right. Um, You've got a story about a friend that was into black people, aren't you? What? What? Because he went went to a strip club, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Do you want to tell that story? (laughs) Because it's pretty funny. Yeah, tell it.
0: Uh, it's not much of a story. Tell it now. It, 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 it's a too long a story to tell, but oh. thing, ultimately, he spent a hundred odd pound on the same dancer because he likes girls with a bit of colour as he resets. <laughs>
1: Phenomenal. Bit of colour. No, no it's,
0: it's ruined the story. What happened is, yeah. right. he he
1: had the dance, yep. and then she kept saying, do you want another dance? And he kept saying, yeah. No, I no know that, the story. that was
0: a different day. Oh, is that a different it story? It's been twice. Yeah, not... See, the the too, it's too long a story to tell. But, but <laughs> I know,
2: I, know this, I don't think it's that long a story, but it's not the same person, it's not the same day? Or is it the same it's person? It's the same but person,
0: same. but not the same day. Oh, well. Shout out to him anyway. He went to my
2: school. Hello. Yeah.
0: Did uh. you make him eat dog food as well? Was that no. someone different? No. <laughs> <laughs> One of my friends made someone else eat dog food. Okay, <laughs> Phew, that's all right then. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. I've been through your DVD collection,
1: mate, as well. It's just just a roast of you today, yeah. mate. Um, I found this in your DVD collection. It's called WW. No hose, barred, women's erotic wrestling. Yeah. It's a divas revolution, w- isn't it? WWE,
2: yeah. oh woo, for
1: sure. I'm not going to read the full card out, um, but each match has got a subtitle to it. Excellent. So, April Hunter versus the lovely Lacey is who finishes you off better? Is that Lacey off of Ring of Honor, Lacey? Yeah. Phenomenal, that's a great start. Why do you think I bought it for £1 from HMV? Well, porn's expensive. <laughs> The hardcore icon gets undressed and shows off her private parts. The hardcore icon? What, Sandman? I don't want to see that. I think so. <coughs> Uncovered schoolgirl challenge. Battle of the hardcore schoolgirls. Oh, Do you want no. me to carry on? or No. Who's on steroids match? <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> okay. ODB's a... in it. What? ODB. Yeah. dirty yeah. Broad versus Pussy Willow. P- P-
2: yeah. This is a phenomenal start to the Raw Grumble this week. It, uh, sitting in the corner to my left, eyeing up Smart, it's Daryl.
1: I'm, I'm always eyeing up Smart. Mate. And sitting in the corner to my
2: right, the owner of said Smart, it's Dan. I've got way worse DVDs. I'm sure you do. The opening contest of this week, Talking Smack, got cancelled. Yeah. So, in honor of Talking Smack's con- cancellation,
1: what WWE Network show should be cancelled and should never return? Daryl. Um. Well, I've been looking through Network when you set this task and. There's one show that I watched a few episodes of and then what I wanted it to end for myself because I didn't want to get to the end because I know what the end is and the end is that they all die and it's a world-class championship wrestling.
2: <laughs> you can't spoil world-class championship wrestling for people like that. Oh,
1: shit, sorry. It's
2: like, it's like Game of Thrones spoilers. <laughs> you can't tell them who dies and when. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's Good all point. of them at the
1: end. Spoilers.
0: See, I had a different answer, but with the same conclusion. Uh huh. I was going to say Legends of Wrestling, but the reason I had to cancel it is because most of the people on it are dead now.
2: Oh, God. But
0: I- I'll go with. Oh, fucking hell. Just give me two seconds. I- I'll go with WWE 24. What? Because one of the reasons, apparently, that Talking Smack was cancelled is because storylines didn't carry over between WWE 24, be- between Talking Smack and SmackDown. Right. So, WWE 24 had Seth Rollins as the biggest babyface in the company. So, so, keep your logic going. Fucking cancel everything.
2: I see, okay. I'm just right. going to
0: be a bastard. That's the only show I've watched regularly on the WB network. Yeah, so. it's actually like... I might as well only... cancel my subscription if it weren't for this.
2: Yeah, really. Well, what about, what about WWE road trip or whatever it's
0: called? Right, it's called Ride Along, mate. What Sorry.
1: do Watch me, whatever it's called, because that, that's what me and you watch after recording this podcast. That's actually often. true. That's what happens. We <laughs> go in and get food and we watch Ride Along, generally. <laughs> I don't even like Ride Along. I mean, I don't
0: dislike it. It's fine. See, I, I watch NXT when I remember. Yeah, I never do. But then I watch the TakeOver. It's normally like, all right. Yeah, I know, but... Actually, there was a really funny thing on last week's NXT. Where, <laughs> Sorry. Um, Johnny Gargano returned. Yeah. And he came out to the old DIY music and everything. And he did this big promo. At the end, they played different music. And everyone in the crowd turns to the entranceway. Like, right. no, that's Johnny Gargano's new music. Oh, they, and they didn't say, like, he didn't say, I'm going to have new music because it's a them new start. To be too clever, innit? Yeah. So he's, Johnny Gargano stood in the ring, like, yeah, finish my promo. And everyone's sat watching the entranceway rather than applaud him or anything because the way. <laughs> who's coming down the ring with the shit music? Nice
2: work. Yeah. Nice work, NXT. That, again, I reiterate my point. That's them trying to be too clever, in it. It's like, oh, look, he's got new music now. Unfortunately, we haven't told you that. So, yeah, fuck them. Bit awkward.
1: Fucking NXT fans, the dickheads, aren't they? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. On NXT this week, um, it's going to be Drew Galloway against Killian Dane. It was. It was. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Back from Wednesday. It was a right good match, weren't it? When yes, he won.
2: Yes, when the man from when the former ICW champion pinned the other yeah. former. Well, that's why
1: I brought it up because yeah. they were both in ICW and they probably had a match in ICW. Once. They did. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. It's ICW's Shogs Who's Party this Sun, this Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, maybe. If not, next Saturday and Sunday. So, you know,
1: adaptable. Yeah, oh, you've yeah, got the WWE UK Championship oh. match there, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the four-way. i just realised Trent, Seven,
0: Trent Seven's going to be doing the uh, ridiculous train journey again because he's at Progress in Manchester on the second night as well.
1: Ah, uh, Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, sweet.
0: Yeah, they did it last time for him. Good old Progress. Uh, shame Actually, at Man was July
1: in. 29th and July 30th is at Shug's Who's Party right. for That's next what I said, weekend. next week. After yeah. this weekend. Yeah. Just thought I'd confirm Yeah, it. I'm just letting everyone know
2: ahead of time. He's not got a double header then. No, no. 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 Uh, Shane McMahon was in a <coughs> helicopter crash. What? Yeah. yeah. Is he dead? I don't know. Can you yeah. check
0: Twitter? Is, is Shane still dead? Uh, well, his friend Test is on there, if that helps. Oh, yeah. Well, the, the news article from CNBC is really helpful. WWE Shane McMahon survived helicopter crash. McMahon was not injured after a helicopter he was on crashed, landed off a beach in New York on Wednesday.
2: Right. Yeah. Actually, that is pretty helpful. It just says yeah. survives, not injured. There
1: you go, nailed it. It, it landed on pontoon skids. What so pontoon this skids? is the second McMahon to have an ac- vehicular accident this year because Vince absolutely smashed his Bentley up. Yeah, Shane God, smashed his it helicopter. Was this year, but still, yeah, it was definitely this year. Is that because right, Vince okay. pretending yeah. he's not? Because it's in the Christmas quiz. Oh there we go. Yeah, Excellent. So it's definitely this year. Oh, I'll <laughs>
2: just note that down in my Christmas quiz notes. Uh, I wish I was kidding that I have Christmas quiznet. notes. Uh, Talking Smack, we mentioned Talking Smack was cancelled, so
1: like you just don't see any of SmackDown now. Dan, is that about nope. right? Yep. It is a bit shit because like it it were really good getting um, wrestlers to have a bit of a <coughs> chance to be a bit more free flowing, weren't it? Yeah. Rather than um, being tightly scripted on the TV show.
2: Yeah. Plus, what I don't understand about it is they're saying, "Oh, the storylines didn't always match." Well yeah they did didn't they do angles on talking smack at one point yeah. as well and they had the usos going on about stuff and daniel bryan calling people calling aj styles a flat earther
1: <laughs> i think saying what, what james of ellsworth had a big nod. yeah this might be vince's issue there. daniel yeah, bryan just do whatever the fuck he wants because he's gonna leave at the end of his contract to it, go wrestling New it, Japan. yeah he's
0: already booked his ticket annie do
2: you reckon he <laughs> phoned him off and went oh now that you've now that you've cancelled it you you'll probably want to sack me won't you you big bell end. Ah, dick.
0: What? Then he did announce that um, Talking Smack was actually going to continue in a pirated fashion on Tout. What? Uh, <laughs> He's had a long running joke about Tout. Oh, okay, because he thought Tout was silly. Yeah. Okay. I yeah, get it,
2: Daniel. Yeah. Tout was. <laughs> look, Tout was a bad company with a good idea. All right. They had, it was such a bad idea that right there after that. Twitter took it and made it a good thing and then claimed it for some reason. But that's not the point. Right, let's carry on. Jason Jordan
1: is Kurt Angle's black son. Yeah. Oh, dear. Well, we know. Kurt Apparently Angle. mixed race son, I suppose. Yeah. Considering you know, Kurt Angle's into black women. Yeah. Bestiality sex, didn't he refer to I as? I think, yeah, on WWE yeah. television. Yeah, Yeah. so th- this is like continuity, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's keeping up with continuity. What, so. are you saying
2: that Shamel's his dad? Maybe. Not his dad, mom. Mom. Well, it depends how she identifies now, doesn't it? Well, I suppose, yeah. Yeah. Did you just assume her gender, or did I? You did. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry, Shamel. So what does that make Buckethe? A,
1: a, a duck. Shooky-ducky-quack-quack. Cocky-ducky-quack-quack? Quack. <laughs> That's quite good. Come
2: on. No. No it's, love for cocky. It's cookies.
0: not bad, but... Come on. Yeah, I'm just worried about the hole we're falling into right now. What hole? <laughs> the black hole. <laughs> 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 oh, he's <sighs> nailed it we can't go any no, I, know, further I, I that. pitched that one underarm didn't I
2: yeah you did yeah. Just... yeah exactly he had to hit it out of the park it's yeah. got to go uh, is this going to lead to what's this going to lead to where's this going to go
0: the end of Jason Jordan's career maybe probably yeah, yeah. Um, well it worked out well for Ken Kennedy I mean Hornswoggle
1: it, well what they're going to do I think is Somebody's gonna beat the absolute fuck out of Jason Jordan, like absolutely smash the fuck out of him. Probably Triple H, yeah. Absolutely fucking murder him. Yep. Then instead of that leading to a match between them two, that his dad Kurt Angle's gonna save him yep. and have
0: the match with Triple H. Yeah. And then they're gonna forget Jason Jordan's his son. Excellent. Or while Chad Gable has a very steady singles career that eventually leads to an all right in the Indies. Or <laughs> yeah. they're gonna bring back Kurt Angle's other son.
1: 42-year-old Shelton Benjamin (laughs) and have him team up with Chad Gable on SmackDown American Alpha 2.0 Everyone knows the second bit what about the new American Alpha everyone knows the new everything are better than the originals Mm. I did see someone on Twitter that next week they're going to reveal Chad Gable's dad to be Marty (laughs) (laughs) Janae.
0: To be fair Chad Gable the bits of SmackDown I've watched he had that really good singles match with AJ Styles last week and He's, they seem to actually be doing something with him there. We should
1: have just, seen this coming that it were going to be one of them. I know a lot of people predicted Chad Gable, mm-hmm. but I didn't see anything online um, predicting Jason Jordan. There was a
0: reporter for the Pro Wrestling Sheet who's been hinting at this for weeks, and he like posted a bunch of his tweets up, like pictures of him to show that he's been trying to tell people that this was what it was without directly saying it. Well, what what kind of stuff are so, you saying? Uh, first off, he said anyone who thinks that this angle is going to lead to a match between Triple H and Kurt Angle. Uh, that's probably illegitimate. And then he started. Oh, start, banter. And then he started posting a bunch of tweets about random things. Like, uh, the first one was, Jason in Friday the 13th is great or something. And eventually all the tweets read out, Jason Jordan is Kurt Angle's illegitimate son. Oh, like that right. dude. Who did the. Did you see the guy who did the Twitter? Of all his tweets were the
2: opening lines to Smash Mouth's All Star. <laughs> <laughs> like, every opening word, it was like, Somebody <laughs> once told me. Fair play. Uh, right, yeah, on on that line we talked about Chad Gable and stuff, not, not a great deal happened on Smackdown this week he had a short interview where he was like where Renee Young was like, so they got me doing this again now, and he was like yeah, um, I'm just going to carry on being a wrestler if that's alright, probably
1: bob on and continue and yeah. that's right that's about it. So um, who's, who's going to have the best career then, who's going to be the Shawn Michaels <coughs> and who's going to be the Marty Ginetti of the two? I think they're both going to be
2: Gennettis because Chad Gable's amazing, but short, and Jason John's just been made into Kurt Angle's black son. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any chance that this ends with Jason John turning out? Go, oh, surprise! I was never your son, you dickhead. Um, maybe, but maybe. it doesn't strike me as the sort of guy who can. I mean, obviously, we'll, we'll...
0: It, even if they did do that angle where he came out and went, oh, I faked it all so I could get to the top, and then that lasts about. That's like Rikishi saying that he ran over Stone Cold. That angle. yeah, he did it for the Rock. Yeah, and it's just it, it's a few weeks, and then that's done. Yep. we've been very pessimistic right, this week.
1: All right, and here's another one for you. So we we know what we got. We got Jason Jordan's the reveal. What would have would it have been better to have Dixie Carter be his lover? No. So you prefer this one over? Dixie yeah, Carter? I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I should clarify. In the grand scheme of things, this is slightly less bad. <laughs> do you think it was a bit anticlimactic as well? Well, especially bit, considering yeah. what we suggested on the show last week. Well, yeah, but do you not think in well, like it's Godzilla <laughs> exactly? <laughs> That right. chump couldn't even get in the building. See, <laughs> I go wherever I want, whenever I want. Um, do you not think, Quote like, it. in years gone by, this kind of angle would have had a little swerve in there? Not, I'm not saying, oh, I suggested last week, but last week I, I went, well, you have bring Dixie Carter out, but then she's not the actual reveal. She's just, got, oh, I'm here to support you, Kurt, and then you do the reveal. Do you not think it missed that little... It could have been a great swerve, Bro. Exactly. Turns
2: out it was Kurt Angle's illegitimate wife. Exactly. Not even possible, but who cares? <laughs> Boom. Yeah. When the people expect it, don't do it. Billy Gunn's
0: challenging for the Intercontinental title. They they could have had Dixie Carter come out and say, Why? Like, I held this over, Kurt. Like, she was the one who was going to reveal like, it. No one cares. To keep him Dixie in is. TNA for 10 years so then no, he can bury him. A nobody bit. knows what TNA is. People go up to TNA <coughs> people and go,
2: Why have you retired from wrestling? <laughs> we know what TNA is, just barely. So, no, Dixie Carter would have been, been a waste of time. This is better than Dixie Carter. But, you know, saying it's better than Dixie Carter is like saying, Well, at least I only trod in shit, not sewage. You know what I mean? Like, what is
1: Dixie Carter better than?
2: Uh, <laughs>
0: Global Force Wrestling.
2: <laughs> I mean Global Force is run by JJ. The real JJ. The yeah. real double J. Jeff Jarrett. So Disney Carter better than Mike Adamley? Don't know. Probably not. Vampiro? Fam- yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, Vampiro's pretty shit bad. This week, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the thing that happened. Something happened in, in Mexico where like Vampiro Said said someone, Oh, we need you to bring this title back for a photo shoot.
0: And we'll I, just hold on to it and then they, they, they stripped him. <laughs> I, I can run through this story very quickly if you'd yeah, like. Yeah, I do. So uh Taya Valkyrie, I think it is, who's John Morrison's fiance She won the title from just Sexy Star. Just to stop Star. you
1: there, as Batista fucked her. No. No, this is a different one. No, oh okay. One. This um, isn't the
2: one that
0: like wrestles for South Side. <laughs> in court. <No. laughs> um she won the title from Sexy Star in a no DQ match and she choked her out in the match. And they're using that as part of this whole thing now. So what they did was they said, John, we need you to come down and do a photo shoot with your titles. So he's like, yeah, cool. And then they said, oh, but can you also bring tyres belts down because we need that for the photo too. So he comes down, does his photo shoot, and while the photo shoot's happening, they take the belt away and say, we need to take some more photos. And then they just post on online and stuff saying, we stripped her at title because she didn't actually win it because a choke's not legal in an DQ match or something and sexy stars champion again. And they've all called bullshit, and it's led to a lot of shit slinging online. Where... Did
1: um, John Morrison take his belts with him?
0: Possibly. No. Oh, like, maybe. I yeah. can't
1: remember. Maybe he did. Yeah.
0: Yeah. John Morrison's still a champ there, but. Yeah, but, it's but I mean, like, if that's that his fiance,
1: yeah. it might be like, well, I've got your fucking belts. <laughs> yeah, well. Because they could strip him, but possession is nine
0: tenths of the law. Mm. Oh. It can, score, <laughs> it can do what Stan Hansen did. I don't know anybody. It can do what Stan Hansen did. With what, the AWA title? He run over it? Yeah, he house. ran over it in his truck and sent it back. Because <laughs> <laughs> so they're that stiffed thing. him on pay or something. What a guy. <laughs>
2: Excellent. Uh, one, one thing they did say on SmackDown, the, the news you've all been waiting for, the fashion police's reveal will be at Battleground. So there's a reason to watch Battleground now. Is it Jason Jordan? Uh, I really hope so. I hope okay. it's Chad Gable. Like, <laughs> they're just like, well, I had to do some it. Uh, Jason's been knobbing off with his dad and that. So who, who we think is- done, done the,
1: the thing then I don't know because surely it'd have to be a tag team wouldn't it yeah it better it, not be or, the Ascension again unless it's like a newly formed tag team <laughs>
2: well who else though like who I, I was even thinking like well who could they bring up for NXT no I meant like just two yeah, singles I know, people I know. doing fuck all up main roster like who Kurt Hawkins I think he's on Raw now
1: isn't he I was thinking some more shit mate maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe Sanity's enough. coming up
2: well I wondered about that but then this is a bit pissy and weak for to start off with Sanity isn't it sounds about right all right then. I'm very down on it at the
0: moment can you tell uh, alright okay should we preview Battle they mentioned Battle? Max Moon Actually. you like Max Moon I can't which one was Max Moon Conan I can't right weaker I, than somebody else played like it, it. yeah like seriously I'm, you I'm, don't know who I, Max Moon is I, you, I, you watch
1: I, WWE I, in 1995 I you don't know who seen Max Moon him. is
0: I'd have seen him but oh yeah I've got, I've got the picture yeah, now I I you remember go. that. Well, that is What's the
1: point
2: right I discovered something this week Tamina's theme right Yeah It's a bit like Umaga's theme You know that jungle sort of music Yeah, yeah.
1: But it says ta me Yeah it does I, yeah I, I can't
2: believe that It's like
1: how How have you got away with that for that long And on the Smackdown Probably because no one listened to Tamina's theme Exactly And on the Smackdown name bar thing Yep It actually says da- Daughter <laughs> of Jimmy Snooker Yeah because they're alright with him aren't they They're like He didn't do out Because
0: if uh, they If they admit I'm... he did it, Then like Vince allegedly did a lot to cover it up, so
2: allegedly. Yep.
1: the brief. Yeah, he's not dead yet. Be careful what you say. Yeah, he, Vince uh, said said allegedly, because because remember the Royal Grumble podcast. You can't slander the dead. I'm fertile. Remember that.
2: There we go. <laughs> Getting all our catchphrases in early. Uh, yeah, Japan. battleground. Let's go through the battleground card quickly. Cunt, cunt, cunt. We got to say it three times. There you go. Sorry. Yeah, that's that's for that's for regular listeners. Apparently. Say it three
1: times in a mirror. In a mirror, and Del Rio appears.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Excellent. Uh, let's start off right. The pre-show match apparently is Ty Dillinger versus Aiden English
1: who's watching that
2: uh, Ty Dillinger whose
0: turn is
1: it I feel
2: so- I'll watch it I don't know I I have a job <laughs> <laughs> I feel sorry for Ty Dillinger every time he's in the ring people really like him and he had a match with Jinder Mahal but lost yeah that's the weird thing right is Ty Dillinger really worse than Jinder Mahal probably not but one of them is the WWE champion yeah we know why, though, don't we? Uh, Jinder Mahal versus uh, Randy Orton in the Punjabi prison match. They, did the, they had the Punjabi prison there, by the way. Yeah, I saw you couldn't see into it. it... <laughs> yeah, Randy. Of course you can't, because you never can. Randy Orton was stood on top of it. I just... I just... Jinder, I've fixed my foot on a
0: spike! <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, spunked that way this week. I could have waited till next week. Has but... it
0: still got all those silly trapdoors and stuff in it? Yeah, that's how it well, works. It's like a crystal maze game. Great. A little bit, yeah. Yes, yeah, it's the Aztec Zone. Definitely. So it's Crystal Maze without Richard Ayoade or Richard O'Brien? Yeah, or... Um, the other one. S- Stephen Te- Merchant. E- uh, or the Ed other one. Temple. Yeah. Yeah. The guy or, from Temple Tudor. Uh, I can't remember his name. Dominic
2: Diamond. Oh. No, it was Games Faster, wasn't it? Oh. Never mind. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. They're all Channel 4 in the 90s. You know, we're all having a laugh here. We're all
1: friends, aren't we? Come on. Uh on the latest series, Louis Spence gets locked in very early on, and for some reason they don't buy him out. And I can't <laughs> think why. I did notice that, yeah. yeah. I can't imagine why.
2: Uh the USOs versus the New Day. There's no gimmick to this. It's just uh, a tag match. Um
1: what do you think? New Day. Yeah,
2: it'll be good. It'll be a good match. Do you reckon um, New Day are gonna win it this
1: time? Uso's lost on SmackDown, so. Uh No, sorry, won on SmackDown, so uh, um, yeah. That is the logic, yeah. That is how it works, genuinely. Um there's a five-way. Uh,
2: for the right there's a five way for the women's title now they mentioned on raw sorry not on raw because smackdown naomi was like oh don't worry i'll be the first woman out to come and speak to the 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 first number one contender so my immediately thought was all right so carmela's gonna cash in on her but then carmela turned up and went oh well maybe i'll cash in on you at the time and i'm like well now i don't know what's gonna happen so Yeah. yeah what's the point
1: why do they have to have all the women in the one match
2: because they can't think
1: of anything else. But we do it. We're in a women's revolution, aren't yeah. we? Let's... Yeah,
2: exactly. Revolution. They just revolve
1: around the same match. Because like we should have like a feud going on. Like what? Who's champion? Uh Naomi. Yeah. So Naomi can feud with Natalia. Right. I don't know why. Okay. And then somebody else, Becky Lynch. She can feud with Briefcase. Because they don't like each other. Because she cheated. Well,
2: the actual to win briefcase it. or the the woman who holds it.
0: Carmella. <laughs> I think the name. They're not allowed yep. to call it briefcase anymore. It has to be contract. Oh, the contract. Yeah.
1: Contract. Well, she's not carrying a bit of paper, is she? No, but they what, call what, it. That, that's an edict.
0: In. What's it? What's it in? Ask Vince.
1: Okay. Vince would say it's a contract. <laughs> she's It's not a, a briefcase. <laughs> like it's not a belt. It's a title or a championship. Uh, yeah, but I see that logic. I mean, I still call it a belt, but I see his logic. But, yeah, but it, it's a briefcase. That's what she's carrying. No, it's a contract in a
2: briefcase. What's yeah. the valuable part? Remember that time that Damien Sandow had it chucked to the river, and then it turned out like it was just a briefcase that got ruined. And he took the contract out all along. Right. No, no one remembers Damien no. Sando's money in the bank. <laughs> no. no, you're right. Well done. Because uh, he had a feud with Cody Rhodes, who's boring. Shinseo Nakamura versus Baron Corbin. Ah. Uh. What, what happens if Shinsuke Nakamura loses this match? You mean when? Well,
1: what Exactly. What happens then? I was very worried before he got called onto main roster. <sighs> I don't want to bring that up. I was very yeah. worried how he would adapt Well, and be used. It's not even his fault, is it?
0: Not you know, really. The funny but thing is,
2: right, I will say this much. You know his en- entrance and we've slagged it off that It's not as good as it was. You've slagged it off. Oh, no, Dan did. But you like, don't you do too. it in time anymore. My point is, right, I genuinely think if we'd seen that entrance first, you'd be like, yeah, this is mint. So, some people are seeing him for the first time, so they probably still think it's mega. Yeah. Also, they did. They tried to do that thing again. Baron Corbin tried to do that thing with attacking him in his entrance this week, and it didn't work because he was ready for him. I okay. was like, I'm not getting, I'm not falling for that twice, dickhead. But Kevin Owens and Baron Corbin did win, so hopefully yeah. that counts as a win, and that means Shinsuke Nakamura wins. AJ Styles against, AJ Styles apparently. AJ Styles against Kevin Owens. Styles, yeah, he'll probably win, won't he? Because like, there must be a reason why Kevin Owens lost it at Madison Square Garden of all things.
1: Yeah, I just don't, I don't, I still don't understand that MSG win. No, a bit weird. And John Cena against Rusev, Cena.
0: Dan,
2: Rusev, you love Rusev, don't you? Uh, yeah, and it sure has got to be Cena.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be Cena. Like,
2: like they're gonna have the foreigner win in a flag match. <laughs> they had him wave his flag this week. That's all. So yeah, that it's might just, count. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, and then he'll go straight into a feud with, um. Kurt Hawkins Only Larkin
1: That's my go-to name Oh, can we please talk about And I know it's not anything we've Talked about on the show today or whatever But Because we watched it before we went on air, Graham Can we just briefly mention The Michelle McCall thing that you showed me? Yeah, definitely Because I don't think people will know about this Yeah So, Dan, do you know about this Very short-lived gimmick Michelle McCall had? (laughs) Where it was a series of vignettes Where they're saying I'm Michelle McCall and I love life No they're really weird and strange and odd. Um, one, one of the videos, she's playing tennis, and she says, I love balls. I love hitting balls. Oh, there we go.
2: I'm going to this in, but it's much more fun yeah. for me to play it through. This Can is the it audio. Right, look, this
0: is the audio. I love tennis. I mean, that probably won't show up on the mic software. Taking no, aggression out on balls. Taking aggression out on balls. <laughs> What's there, balls? This, is this is just the fucking blur. <laughs> I'm McCall, and I'm loving life. She's loving life, that's right? what Michelle McCall's doing. Right. But
1: it's not a tennis gimmick. It's it, don't be confused. No. It's not a tennis gimmick. There's a whole other series of vignettes. One she's running on the beach,
0: just saying that she likes to run on the beach. I mean, l- l- let's just carry on with stuff, but that's this just <laughs> What? When was this? She loves her on the sand. I don't know. He's the expert on this. <laughs> <When> 2007, <laughs> this? 2007. This is ten years old. I don't remember anything of this.
1: What? This did the... you Did you watch in 2007? though Yeah. Okay. I was watching Sam them. Yeah. It's all so good to
0: get <coughs> Yeah. I don't remember anything. Long legs. They
2: especially mention her long legs. I'm a and I'm loving life. Change the inflection. Mm. So she was loving life. Now she's loving life. Yeah. Different. Ap-
0: ap- these. Apologies to those listening If that doesn't actually Show up on the thing Because Well we've described it Well enough Yeah, yeah. exactly Just all I'm saying is Go on YouTube Search for M- Michelle McCall Also we're like. doing it for free So fuck them Yeah No Don't
2: say that it might, it, into, it might not actually go no, into
0: It might not
1: turn to to up On my phone to my PayPal then <laughs> Alright okay you, you send them your email address I'll, I'll send them a password I go. <laughs> Yeah I thought
0: oh, you gave me PayPal over
2: I just need your password mate And I'll send you all the money don't believe the
1: hype. <laughs> we're going to watch progress, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remind me because it's a little arty monkeys thing, isn't it?
2: Yeah, exactly. I thought. Yeah, I thought you'd yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, whatever people say, I'm. That's what
1: I'm not. See, yeah. you love a bit. of Exactly. Arty so they can call me a fucking ultra because I'm not. Yeah. Mm. Well.
2: Uh, what? What? Anyway, the uh, G1 started
0: this week. Dan, you've been yeah. doing some podcasts on the G1, haven't you? Yeah. Um. As we're recording, I've only seen night one. Is was, that all? Bloody yeah. hell.
2: Yeah. You don't know, watch every single hour of every single day. How many, how many off the middle rope pile drivers have there been so far? One. There you go.
0: And it wasn't the finisher of a match before you asked of that question. Wasn't. No,
1: that guy didn't even win the match, did he? No, Kota it,
0: Bushi. Kota Ibushi just being a complete mentalist. Well, all right, can can you
1: can you justify the pile driver not finishing the match? Not really, now. Okay. So remember shit, that it's time shit, that shit. remember that time yeah. we're going back to one PW now. Do you remember that time that the first match <laughs> finished with a top rope
2: piledriver and Mark Sloan went mental? <laughs> yeah, but he's a little rat boy, isn't he? Oh, I don't have a go with Mark Sloan. He's all right. Oh, he's in my. i What have you promoted, Daryl? This podcast. Oh, well done.
1: All thirty of you. Oh. <laughs> good, good to good to be here, isn't it? Thirty-nine. Leave him alone. Thirty-nine. No. Oh. <laughs> <Well, laughs> I got excited then. Yeah, but yeah, so
0: Kota versus Naito was ridiculous because Ibushi decided, how do I make every move better? I know, by landing on the back of my neck and my head.
2: Yeah, so he, he, it's a good he job he's facing Zack Sabre
0: Jr. next, really, isn't it? Because he probably yeah. won't be able to do that. Zack Sabre Jr. beat Tanahashi. Yeah, because he and did. And tapped him out, and it was amazing. Tanahashi's arm's hurt, it? <laughs> it, it? was literally Zack just grabbing his arm and twisting it everywhere. When you say go. it's
1: amazing, I appreciate you enjoyed the match, but hasn't he not got a torn bicep? Yeah. That's the point, in it? That's... Yeah. It's not amazing, though, is it? he's, he's mutilating a man well
2: technically it was working on the wrist but like you make it look like it's working on the arm in it
0: okay yeah yeah and how they did this finish as well where he was doing the thing and he wasn't submitting so he tore off all the bandaging and stuff and that made the biggest difference and what a big bastard yeah. he is mm-hmm. bastard Saber Jr there was also Goto and Ishii beating shit out of each other that was fun Makabe versus Yoshihashi was alright Oh no, Yoshihashi was against Nagata that was really good Who's Machabe against? I can't remember. Off the I don't top know, of but my you head. can catch all of yeah. this on the Dan on
2: Japan, New Japan, New Grumble, Japan Grumble. Dan on Japan show, <coughs> which is about Japan, right? This is a topic I've been looking forward to for a little while. We're we're leaving the memories alone. That's <laughs> what we're doing. It's it's Ric Flair's retirement tour here on the Royal Grumble. After this,
1: the best looking man, the
2: best dressed man, long limousine
0: jet airplanes, custom-made clothes, and any woman in the world I want, the nature boy!
2: We are talking about the dirtiest player in the game, Rick Flair, and it's his retirement tour. It's basically if, if Charlotte had actually pulled her finger out of her ass and won the bloody money in the bank, we'd have been doing this before. But don't worry, it's yeah, alright. We,
1: we did fucking hair versus hair and <laughs> We're exactly. fixing
2: history. Exactly, we're fixing we're we're going back and fixing stuff like that new woman, Doctor Who. See? Yeah. Sorted it. Boom. What's your opinions on that? Um I think they could have picked better women. That's right. all. I, I have zero issue
0: with it. It's okay. it's,
2: it's a children's show, so whatever. Uh, I'll, I'll probably <laughs> still watch it, right. but then I haven't really watched a lot of this series, so I can't go. Oh, women They've turned me off. No, I just got bored of it or grew up. I can't decide which.
0: Okay, yeah. still, it's still all right. But I'm kind of yeah. good that um, Billy isn't around anymore because that'd have been an interesting dynamic. Yeah, because she she but was... it'd be the same dynamic as what we had with like half the female companions with the Doctor anyway. Do you think? Do you think? She'll get a, a bloke in as her companion. Well, Matt Lucas is still knocking about. No, him, I think isn't No, it? he's not. Is he? Do you no. watch it? Yeah, yeah, I watch it. I've got it a bit. joke, I've got a joke. Okay, go on. I think, oh, I no, think in,
1: yeah. shh, shh, it's a good one. I think so, I think they'll get an, another woman in yeah. so they can let off Sonic Scissor. Oh, brilliant. That's a banter. Yeah, great. Yeah.
2: But Billy's not in it
1: anymore. Rick Flair is a wrestler who had to retire off
2: of
0: WWE <laughs> because Vince McMahon made him do it. Because in 2007 slash 8. I meant to check before we start recording, actually. Can you do a Ric Flair impression? Woo! That's it. Uh, I was hoping you'd do the intro promo from the, in, when he, he was in Charlotte. I will... No. No, no I can't. <laughs> no, I can't. No, sorry. Just to
1: clarify, I also can't do an impression. Yeah. Uh, you have to do just, a bit just,
2: of a list, all... but I can't really do it. It's something about pronouncing your words incorrectly anyway it's, yeah. it's weird
0: you have to like do the lisp with the front of your mouth but with the back of your mouth is where the actual noise comes nobody from nobody
2: says no i can't know uh, just get jay lethal in he can do it that was his one good redeeming feature yeah he's only to he do an feature. absolutely dead on rick flair impression.
1: maybe he's rick flair's illegitimate son oh and <laughs> no one will be surprised
0: <laughs> if rick flair fooled around in college <laughs> or, or had sex with black women what? <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? What? To Jason it, Jordan, it may blind? be the
0: oldest ride, but it's got the longest line. There you go.
2: Woo! Yeah, yeah, that's my reflect flip. So basically, this angle was Stone Cold Steve Austin's idea. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I found that out today. Something? Did you only find that out today? Yeah. yeah. Um, he pitched it like I
0: think maybe even a couple of years before they actually did it, or a year before they. Um, kind of like a subtle. Rick, how about you do this angle where like you, you say you're not going to retire, but then they make you retire? Oh no, I'm not. I'm not ready for that yet. I mean, maybe maybe, you are maybe think about it yeah.
2: his, his idea was basically to build it up to um, actually Flair winning the title originally but obviously WWE went <laughs> yeah alright mate well, what's the real idea <laughs> no 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 really I think I think we Flair should win the title no no really Steve what's what's the idea what what's the idea what you, you get the joke yeah I get it what yeah. <laughs> oh. oh we're as good as crowds in 2001
1: yeah yeah we're alright yeah we? no okay
2: no um, actually who else Kurt Angle got wired by the way this week when he was doing his son thing you know you're writing on your hand
0: It's it's not for this
2: oh okay well, that's fine don't worry, <coughs> pick up milk you can't pick up milk you've got to buy it bloody <laughs> I don't know Uh, yeah so Ric Flair comes out he's like oh I'm in I'm in my own town so I'm gonna tell you all about my career and that's so I'm never gonna retire and this reminds like, alright uh bit of an issue with that
0: mate uh, you're going to have to retire next time you lose a match so. you know, I watched all these matches I watched it when it happened I watched it all again like for this and it went until I saw a comment today saying did he ever actually say why no
2: I said that well I said a similar yeah. thing to you I yeah. was like how can he make him retire
0: yeah, stop like, booking him, you? He stopped buying his plane tickets. This is what he said,
2: that yeah, that's a good point. Plane ticket. You never brought up the plane tickets thing, Daryl. So, oh, uh, so I've uh, lost. Uh, yeah, exactly. Limousine riding, jet flying, airplane man. Is <laughs> the is the real real time
0: Rent a car, driving se- driving overnight to the show. It's Woo! not the same thing, is I'm, it? I'm in a I'm in a Hertz van rental, <laughs> which Dixie Carter bought me. I'm off to Orlando again. Ashley, I mean Charlotte driving me.
2: Yeah, so anyway, um, the opening of this angle actually it's an all-encompassing story of Rock because he comes out, he says he's not going to retire. Vince says, yeah, you are when you lose a match. And then Randy Orton comes out and he's like, I'm the WWE champion and I'm going to be a knobhead to you and I'm going to retire you because I'm the legend killer. So they have a pretty pretty decent match. Just yeah. Slow walk off from with, 2007.
0: Yeah, and his old music.
2: Yeah, it's a bit jarring that isn't it? Yeah. Like, it's a bit too... I got so used to voices now, but yes, yeah, it's, it's that happy-go-babyface type music, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it was clearly there for when he turned after winning the title at SummerSlam, but that brief period when they were trying to have him as the babyface and I realised it didn't really work because he's not that likeable. Yeah. Um. Uh, Chris
2: Jericho is also... In- this Randy Orton title run, right, <laughs> was actually pretty good. Like, I, f- I forget how good it was, and then Cena sort of comes back and ruins it a little bit. Like, if you remember, he had... He had the match with Shawn Michaels where Shawn Michaels couldn't do the switch of music. Hmm. And then he goes on to the match with Jericho, which is pretty good because that was Jericho coming back after ages. Hmm. Then he has the feud with Jeff Hardy, which I think is brilliant. Like, that made Jeff Hardy as a main event Triple H might tell you that it was him <laughs> by letting him pin him at Armageddon in 2007 and then laughing afterwards, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure it wasn't. Um, and then Cena comes back and they sort of end up in that weird mash and that nine-minute main event at WrestleMania. Well, not main event. World title match at WrestleMania 24. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Randy, so Randy Orton could do stuff like this. He could do little stuff like with Ric Flair, or you could do massive stuff like be the WWE champion. And actually, Chris Jericho gets involved in the finish of this match, which leads to Flair ball-shotting Orton and rolling him up for the first win of the retirement tour.
0: So this, he's gone. Sorry, this is where I started to realize Ric Flair's body.
2: Yeah, it's pretty gross, isn't it?
0: I mean, it, when he's still there, it's like, yeah, he's an old bloke and stuff, but then mm. it's when he's leant over and he's got like the weird two flaps what are his chest yeah. that hang down. <laughs> sort just... of looks
2: a bit like he's got a couple of bats on his nipples. Yeah, and, and I know. like, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm a big lad.
0: Yeah, I'm a big lad. That's happening to me unless I do something about this uh. now. I did something about it once But it's gone all shit again So I've got to try and okay. Yeah You're saying it might like happen that. to us one day But I think when it does I probably won't wear red pants And go on national television yeah, but Unless I've lost my mind When you know, when <laughs> I get
1: old I want to do whatever the fuck I want If I want to wear red pants And go on TV I will What confuses me is Didn't he start wrestling a t-shirt in WCW yeah, and yet yeah, in WWE weather
0: super focused on bodies so, it's yeah just whatever it, you, It's probably close. pants mate I think he might have put a shirt on once and Vince just sneaked up behind him and just like ripped it off him oh, I tore your shirt hey pal you gotta retire uh, so yeah, yeah the,
2: crack- this match was alright yeah cracking TV main event and then uh, from this we move on to <laughs> very quickly by the way the angle is next time Ric Flair loses mm-hmm. the match he has to retire Yeah, okay, that's the angle. That's what Vince says. Next time you lose, your career is over. So a couple of weeks later, they're like, well, we we checked and it's all right to lose in tag matches.
0: Yeah, I I only watched the singles career-threatening matches. I didn't watch any of the tag matches. I watched the
2: Evolution versus Rated RKO and Umaga match, and that was it. And even that ended in a DQ, so Ric Flair didn't lose. But they specifically mentioned on commentary, oh, uh, we checked and turns out it's just singles matches because Vince McMahon works like that. He's, you know, he does want him to retire, but never let it be said that it's not fair. <laughs> that's what he's notorious for.
0: But he is a mentalist. yeah. So he it's very I mean, likely that that's what he meant. Even 10 years later, we still don't know his reasons for wanting Ric Flair to retire at this moment. So maybe the tag match was a part of it. Because he's a massive bastard. I guess we'll find out when like all the stuff comes out after he dies or something. Probably will. Um... Sure,
2: yeah, the Umaga. Brilliant. The Umaga match, that's pretty wank. Yeah. Support work in this. Yeah. Like, I was really looking forward to doing a lot of this and I did enjoy a lot of it.
0: But... Do you know how many punches Ric Flair landed in this? That I actually, like, connected with? Uh, No. Probably about zero. Zero. Yeah, because, like, that. it's not like, like I get working soft or anything, but literally, you can see him pretty much waving his fist in everyone's face, just going, Yes, I'm punching you, sell it for me. And it's like, it's Rick, so, yeah, I'll sell, blah, blah, blah but it's, it just looks a bit, yeah. He does keep
2: going back to that spot, which I'm all right with, actually, That um, he, where he grabs the rope rather than kicking out. There's a few yeah. times where, in fact, there's even one time where I think he, someone gets the three count on him, but because uh, he's got the rope, yeah. uh, it doesn't count. So that's, yeah. it works, it's quite a fun spot.
0: The next one's the better one. The Triple H one. Yeah, because this was the one where the crowd fucking believed that it could happen yeah the thing with a lot of these matches is like no one believed like so like like fucking mvp's gonna end rick flair's career i'm pretty sure uh, i said that earlier yeah, you
2: did but yeah. i said i said what i liked about it was that for most of them at least it was someone that i believed they might have a reason to do that yeah like we can look back into the, on 2007 2008 and go of course they weren't gonna have mvp or ken kennedy but they're like in that time they were like well how are they going to get these people to the top? And one of the ideas was like, oh, why don't we have them in? Because I think Austin's original idea was to have Kennedy end the career of Ric Flair by taking the title from him. Because Austin was mates with Kennedy or liked Kennedy or something. Because Austin apparently never watched Kennedy in the ring.
0: (laughs) Also, on the topic of MVP, when we are watching the matches, um, Becky pointed out that uh, she goes, I really like MVP's entrance because it's different. And I bet it costs quite a lot, but it looks really shit. See, she didn't even... yeah. (laughs) She didn't she didn't even see the inflatable one either. Yeah, it was on they had a rematch after Royal Rumble and on that one they had
2: Oh, I level with you. I didn't watch that one then
0: Yeah. Really. <laughs> Cause she oh. she was like, I bet that cost that costs quite a bit of money to lug around and everything, and it looks shit. That's
2: <laughs> why it's good. Because it's good for a character like MVP, yeah. where he's supposed to be the most valuable player for some reason.
0: let's get back to the Triple H match. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because uh, like,
2: Last match of the Royal Year for 2,000.
0: Yeah. So. And like the big angle building up to it is that this is when William Regal was starting to be a bit of a twat because like, he'd been comedy heel for a while. This was when he was starting to get kind of evil. And he'd gone to Triple H saying, I'm putting you against Rick, uh, just in case, just to make sure you don't take it easy on him or anything, because we know what you're like. Uh, your Royal Rumble spot's on the line in this match. Yeah, I don't get that logic, because
2: I distinctly remember him being in the Royal Rumble, so yeah. whatever happens... He
0: ended up having a match with William Regal uh, to get his
2: spot back. Yeah, it sounds about right.
0: Because then Regal did the thing where... Like the finish of the match is after this. Really, it's probably the best match of this whole thing as well. I think mm. apart from the finish, because like as it gets to the, as it starts getting to the building po- boiling point, and I didn't remember the finish. Willie Regal comes down, puts brass knuckles on, and just punches Ric Flair in the head and walks off. Yep. <laughs> so Triple H gets disqualified, loses his Royal Rumble spot, and Ric Flair stays in the company in that. and that, and he gets to punch someone in the head with his brass knuckles while looking very angry with the whole thing.
2: I sort of feel like it might have be been just faster for William Regal to like punch <laughs> Triple H. In the head, in backstage, just like, if the... Mm. Mind you, know it's Ric flair punch. Just Never mind, ignore me.
0: Fucking me and weren't he? Yeah. This, is a, was this,
2: this was in Flair Country as well, wasn't it? This Was, yeah. was this Greensboro? Or it, was...
0: It was... It, uh, I think... Hmm. Oh, God. I was about to click on this and I realised that this is a picture, not the actual picture. <laughs> yeah, that might work. Um, <laughs> I think it was
2: in North Carolina anyway. Yeah. I'm pretty sure of it, because... His hometown is Charlotte, North Carolina, isn't it? Yeah. And that was where he made the announcement. I think this one's a Greensboro. Yeah. It's definitely what, in what they typified as Flair country. Okay. So that could be North Carolina. It could be like St. Louis or somewhere like that. But I think it was North Carolina. Um, the first pay-per-view match where Ric Flair's career is threatened is... The Royal Rumble? Yeah, yes, the Royal Rumble. Yes, it's the Royal Rumble against MVP. Yeah, he opens the Royal Rumble at Madison Square Garden and that's that's another thing I don't mind about it is like you can go oh they wouldn't have him lose to MVP but maybe you could always argue back like well maybe was he wants in to end his career yeah. in the garden you know like I
0: yeah. don't know why he would
2: he the, said by the way that he had his
0: first match in there in the 70s did he work yeah. for the WWWF? He, he came in and had a few matches I think this was when he was oh, what was his old gimmick before, before the brand Rowdy Ricky Rhodes I uh, probably was. Did he actually wrestle under that gimmick? I, or, I, I thought the story with that was he went to Dusty Rhodes and said, "This is my proposed gimmick," and he said, "Make your own name, kid." To him, okay. And so, it, it, but he it was more of a brawler type and stuff like that. And he did do some matches very early in WWF for Vince Mancini. Was that picture of him <clears throat> that floats
2: around of him like, with like a buzz cut, looking absolutely mental? Yeah. <laughs> and yet, somehow, looking older then than he did when he was about forty. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the I mean, plane were, crash were...
0: broke his back and knocked a few years off him. There was a period where Flair didn't age, and then it then it hit him all at once. <laughs> Gravity just took over and just dragged everything.
1: Do you down like it? Chinese people because you don't see like a Middle aged Chinaman, do you? Oriana Twix. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, so there, there's some carpet Pef- to references for everybody. Good, yeah,
1: good input. What do you think of this match, Daryl? It was all right, were wasn't it? Yeah, fine. Yeah, this he, is he the one a one-pro the... at start. Yep. Um, and then MVP interrupted him. What a bastard! Yeah. What I like about this is um, uh, the it reminded me of the John Cena thing at the end, yeah. Um, because obviously this is the Royal Rumble where John Cena returns and everybody goes,
0: "Yeah, oh wait, lads, yeah, we we ate him." Oh no, yeah, we're cool, aren't we? Boom. The good thing about that, like that, like MVP interrupting that promo, it wasn't because that was what was planned. Like that definitely felt like Ric Flair's rambling because he was just kind of just going, "Yep." And then waiting for ages and then saying another sentence then giving this, like, just playing VP's music to shut him the fuck up. Because Rick Flair turned around and was like, oh, they're playing me off. It was like watching any, like, awards ceremony. The Oscars music. Yeah.
1: Well, I've seen in shoot interviews that, um, they have a, that they'll have a line that they're meant to say. Yeah. And, and then that's the line when they'll hit the music. So maybe Flair forgot the line or just didn't listen and went out and started talking and he weren't finished talking and they thought, well, fuck it, we'll play it. Or... He'd already said the line and Vince was fucking with him.
0: I was like, we'll just leave him a minute and see what happens. <laughs> Probably that. Yeah. Yeah. So they had a rematch on SmackDown a few days later as well. And uh, it was a bit better than this one because it didn't because the um, the three count spot where Rick had his hand on the rope, no one really reacted to it on the pay per view. Yeah. I they think... were just a bit like well, he's got his hand on the ropes. Do you know, what
2: yeah. I think part of that was though that they thought at first that it had been a three count. Because you saw like, the hand go down.
0: It just kind of felt like a bit like flat rather than it being a... Like there weren't like a, like a gasp or anything. It weren't like Brock beating The Undertaker. It was just kind of like... like yeah. yeah, but what is? Yeah, good point. Well, this could yeah. have been if, he, if it actually were... Are impactful. you actually kidding me? You, you think MVP? <laughs> like... The crowd would have gone like fucking... Like, it would have been a really shocking moment if MVP would have beat Ric Flair here. Yeah, but remember, we all knew Flair
2: was on the way out at this yeah. point. It's a very different context. Oh, yeah. Literally, nobody thought Brock Lesnar was going to beat <laughs> The Undertaker because it was Brock Lesnar. It was like, well, they're clearly not going to waste that on him. Oh, there we go.
0: Yeah, the rematch was better. And the, I also appreciate on commentary, they referenced the fact that Charles Robinson refereed the pay per view match. And everyone knows that he's got history with Ric Flair as a little niche. Yeah. And they actually brought up that whole WCW storyline. I, like, I kind of appreciate that. Thank you. There's uh, little touches
2: like that, that, I think, a few times in this feud.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You were MVP. He yeah. used to ask for New Japan, didn't he? Yeah. He actually left WWE to, to take a job with New Japan.
1: Yeah. Do you think that works out well for him?
0: Uh, he got to kind of follow his dream. I guess that's a thing.
1: He's not there now, is he? So no. It couldn't have worked out that well. He, like, were, he were in TNA in the, in the beatdown clan with Samoa Joe. Mm. Wasn't
2: that the one where they put somebody on TV that it turned out they couldn't put on TV? And yeah, so they so, couldn't so they went but wasn't it
0: him? It was him. He No, it to- was uh Hernandez.
2: Oh, okay. But he's he brought Hernandez in, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Hernandez was signed to Lucha Underground. <laughs> and he was like, "Ah, just come in and be fine. It was like, oh And then, then he was to supposed to go to Lucha
0: Underground, but then he went on his podcast and said, Yeah, I'm going to Lucha Underground. And I'm getting to do all this cool stuff. And he revealed like a really key storyline thing that hadn't been revealed on the show yet. And they were like, oh, no, you're not coming in anymore because oh. you told everyone that, which we didn't want to tell. You things up, you? Which was mean? about someone being like 500 years old or something. Right. Do you think he'll come back to WWE at some point? I, I think, think he's, re- he's pretty much retired now. Yeah,
2: he
1: does a but- podcast on MLW. Does he? Yeah. What's well, he- it called? Most Valuable Podcast. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. I don't think it is. Why not? VIP Lounge. Yeah. And he, um, what? I'm going to phone him
0: up now. But he doesn't talk about wrestling on it, so I don't listen. Oh, he he does sometimes because he has like wrestling related guests on oh, and sometimes he does but I yeah, don't listen to it the last no. one I listened to was Jimmy Havoc was on it and right. they talked about wrestling but then they also oh, talked oh, about that, that that that's because
1: they bum progress though don't they them, oh, too, yeah. Jimmy Havoc mate. yeah Jimmy, well MVP like, and his mate that does it bum progress so I, I like Jimmy Havoc and I
2: like progress but come on like Steve Austin gets like you know Bailey and like I'm just talking about the, the most recent guests not even like the really good ones but like Bailey and uh, WWE people and he, he gets Jimmy Havoc
1: yeah, but like when there's that many wrestling podcasts, you got you you got to be spread thin, aren't you? We don't yeah, get any guests, do we? I, no, I, we well, I, chose not
0: to. All oh, right, okay. I, that's I, fine. I'd argue Jimmy Havoc is kind of a big guest. He's kind of one of the bigger no names who isn't connected to a company. A there company. we go. That's that. There we go. That makes more sense, especially at the time when he got injured. Like he was like on the verge of being like the huge star. He gets, he's in, quite in demand and everything. It's it's kind of strange thinking about it, considering like yeah, we're going completely off topic. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, this uh, got sort uh, of, in play. Sheffield go through. a flaming ironing board i think or, or, or some I, I
2: literally didn't watch that much
0: oh, okay like i found the t-shirt where jimmy it bled all over me because i was the camera guy for that have you washed it yeah yeah
2: because oh. yeah, he probably would he he probably would have some kind of bloodborne disease i oh, know he's
0: clean they tested them all before oh, death.
2: great yeah, yeah. Um, i hope they all walked into the same clinic and they were like why are you what? no reason <laughs> obviously up scary do you think men's? the
1: women's erotic extreme wrestling whatever it's called they do like STD tests before they do the shows
0: well you know a TLC was...
2: match what about
1: STD match there you go
0: yeah it depends you, if they're in a licensed state okay you've got to <laughs> grab the penicillin from the top of the ladder <laughs> anyway have not got knob rot anymore the next match was at no way out it was him versus Mr. Kennedy speaking don't, don't rub your fanny on me <laughs> oh speaking of knob rot here's a knob
1: do you, remember, like, do you remember when everybody loved Miss Kennedy? Yeah, I, no. thought, I thought it was pretty good too. You do remember it because yeah. before 1PW right. shows, everybody used to woo and everybody used to shout Kennedy. Yeah, but that's
2: their fault, isn't it?
0: That no one shouts Kennedy anymore. <laughs> no.
2: And no one ever shouted Anderson, including his actual fans. Yeah. Of which there must have been about four and they were <laughs> all called Anderson.
1: So the reason I asked you about MVP was because uh, post WWE career, what did Kennedy do? Do you think he regrets like getting fired? So he regrets doing all the things that he did wrong <laughs> you know like getting injured
2: saying he wasn't on steroids then get popped for steroids <laughs> dropping uh, randy Orton's head dropping <laughs> randy Orton's head and collarbone uh being a knob backstage and telling everyone how
0: massive he was uh getting injured again uh getting injured more having a t-shirt saying pro wrestling is re- real people are
2: fake oh that's 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 TNA though, in it? Yeah. By that point, he's already in TNA, so he's already worse
1: than shit. I know they bought that t-shirt. Why? Because it were a fiver in one of the sales. <laughs> it would, but, they'd have to pay me. But, because it said people are fake on the back, I didn't want it. I just wanted a t-shirt that said pro
0: wrestling is real. Why? Why not? It's not. It's fake. Why not? It's fake. It Sorry. Tough. Doink could say you'd have to get kicked out of the business for that. <laughs> right. Yeah, but Doink's dead.
2: Is he? That,
1: that version, that yeah. One. All yeah. right.
2: I'm going to say, like, I thought Steve Lombardi was still
1: alive. Oh, he is, yeah. We can't slander him. That's a, real, that's a real doink, isn't
0: it? Yeah, this match was... Yeah, it was another one of these where no one bought that Ken Kennedy was going to end Ric Flair's career at No Way Out. Well, you never know. Yeah, you knew with this one. <laughs> like, Yeah, everyone's like, no one's fucking beating Ric Flair in the match to be the buffer between the two elimination Yeah, matches. I think matches.
1: That it's better having this match against Mr. Kennedy hmm. than it is having it against... Triple H or Undertaker mm. because I th- I think this close to WrestleMania still nobody's believing it and then yeah. Yeah, that means you've got to put Flair over one of your big stars going into mm. WrestleMania whereas you can put Flair over Kennedy um, I'm not saying Kennedy looks strong coming out of it and MVP looks strong because they, they, didn't, they didn't look strong but they didn't look weak
0: I was trying no, to but think-, I think
2: they are the two people in the world who the first two people to tap out to the
1: figure 4 leg lock
2: yeah, <laughs> like, for as much as he's used it as an alleged finisher for years, how many people has he actually beaten
0: with well, it? Well, the thing with uh, The Miz, when The Miz like apparently asked him, can I use the figure four and turn down? And Ric Flair goes, yeah, sure. I never beat anyone with it anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Miz beat people... a couple of people with it. <laughs> Did we see him win the Intercontinental
2: Championship with it?
1: Yeah, he must have done He was yeah. a
2: face then. I'm sure he was the newly Ric Flair-ed Miz. <laughs> yeah,
1: because Barrett beat him the night before for the belt. All the other way no, around. All the way around. Yeah. Barrett had the title. Yeah. We saw him win it at WrestleMania in the
2: pre-show. Yeah. And then he lost it the night after. Yeah. With that Chelsea fan in front of us. Oh, yeah. And he was like, Oh, my Barrett's... barrett's, barrett's, barrett's bar. And you said, Chikron, no, for no history. Yeah. <laughs> and sat down and he turned around and he looked like he was ready to fucking kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> there was one random American bloke behind this Chelsea fan. I'm just going to go on topic here. Um, Who The guy standing up shouting, swearing all sorts this boy goes, hey, buddy, you want to sit down so we can see the match? He turns around. This Chelsea... Fuck you, mate! Fuck you! What's the point? Chelsea.
0: (laughs) Anyway. And it's Adelaide United, so if you're out there, I hate you. (laughs) Let's have a fight. So after this is when they really started with the Shawn Michaels thing. Yes, this is where I think Ric Flair challenged Shawn Michaels to the match, didn't he? Yeah, and Shawn Michaels said, I don't want to be the one to end your career. And Ric got angry with that and then eventually it led to Shawn Michaels accepting the match and saying and then it, the, the old yellow promo yeah that's yeah. the one I remember yeah. where it was him saying old yellow eventually had to be taken around back and put down I'm going to take you around the woodshed um,
2: was it in the match where Jerry Lawler references that I think it is in the match yeah.
0: where yeah, it says the old yeah.
1: reference yellow or whatever he says the old <laughs> reference yellow yeah the old reference and, yellow and
0: also Ric Flair on one bit when because Shawn Michaels catches him with quite a stiff slap we're getting into that match a bit too early but um, he's saying old yellow hurt as he's slapping him in the face continuously Yeah, but uh, before he got the Shawn Michaels match one other person had to get in there and have a match with him and say well you might not make it to Wrestlemania come on uh-huh. you, you could do you could do the impression better than any of us I was Vince McMahon <laughs> Vince McMahon I'm gonna end your career all right you're current in time Kimbo when Ric Flair and Vince McMahon had that really good Wrestlemania like no holes barred match and everything with the really great visual of Vince McMahon that was that was that the Hogan match I'm that was thinking. the Hogan match I've Dan. done this before um, yeah it was a good match uh, from what I remember like, yeah, it, when Flair
1: fought Vince I'm sure it was on a random episode of Raw and it was just for Vince
0: to take control back of company again they had a Wrestlemania match didn't they no they had a raw Rumble match and oh, then they had that I'm match that, that, that. Daryl's talking about but then they had this Raw match that was also a no holes barred match it was a bit yeah and this was the first time considering Ric Flair's got the thing about blading in every, like bleeding or crying in every match this is the first match on the whole thing I think we actually get to see him blade
2: <laughs> yeah well he could still do it back then couldn't he so I like, enjoyed a bit of that yeah love it, all that a bit it, of blood and that.
0: yeah it's alright isn't it
2: yeah no it, it was no, especially another way he does it, bloody stock pig. <laughs> Jesus!
0: I actually watched a Bret Hart looks like he had thing. a fight
2: with a Heinz to f- ketchup bottle.
0: I watched Bret Hart talk about WrestleMania Eight, and he did an impression of Ric Flair, how Ric Flair blades, which is just literally putting his fist against his forehead and going, uh, "Oh." sorry, Bret. Just because. Ah, uh,
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm, I bladed Stone Cold. And nobody knew how I bladed because I'm the best. There is the best. No, Bret says best or ever will he be. says the
0: reason he got away with it and Rick didn't was because Rick just very blatantly did it, whereas Brett spent the entire match continually putting his hand to his forehead, so they couldn't tell the exact moment when he bladed. Because uh, apparently the moment people point out saying that's where he blades, he goes, that's not it.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. But Then does he reveal where, where it is? No. Yes, yeah, so that is it then. <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no,
2: no, it's not. I'm the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. Um, um I was better than
1: Rick Flair... Like, um, and you always said we aren't having any guests on yeah. like we've got a guest in the room right? yeah. Brett are yeah here um, Brett I, are you still fucking butler because you got screwed over at Montreal um, you know Sean we'll um, find out about that in a few months Sean's fault Sean
2: um, Faldman <laughs> 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 oh dear yeah right yes this is the match everyone wants to listen to yeah like, let's to do talk it. about it right let's let's go for it this is Rick Flair versus Shawn Michaels Wrestlemania 24 the career threatening match the match that Ric Flair ended his career with until he had that other match. Can we have a wrestler
1: Fashions, please? Wrestler Fashions. Do we or do we not love Shawn Michaels' fucking hat? <laughs> no. No, I don't the love hat, his hat. The hat that hides two faults of him. The baldness bo- the and the boz eye. <laughs>
2: Oh, it, right, you know in that promo where they're doing the old yellow promo, it is harder to take him seriously when he's got Kurt Angle's cowboy hat on. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you just, Why is
0: it the bloody I, hat? I bought a Shawn Michaels cowboy hat the year after.
1: Yeah, well, oh. you were there, weren't you? It's part of, you were in Texas. It's part of the thing, well, isn't it? The I reason I, I bought it is because
0: they, I, the Hall of Fame, they sold out like before we even got in the venue. And they were like, for WrestleMania, it would probably be the same thing. They sell out really quickly. So we got in there and I bought one and then put my C-Nation banner at, like uh, wristband over it <laughs> because I've, I've never been a huge Shawn Michaels fan so I was like I- I'm going to have John Cena on it yeah. I like Cena Have you still got it? Yeah, yeah, somewhere
1: right. uh, Next ne- copies buy.
0: of Fight Club 4 I think one's d- one don't work oh. Or <laughs> uh,
1: l- Listen, he's got a pile of DVDs that we were rooting through earlier and Grave just noticed he's got two at the same one of them's got alternate commentary on I think Is it? Have you got the alternative commentary of Will Not Die that's not Dale Mills? Oh,
0: no, sorry, I've got that. that that's, oh. not, that's what I meant. Yeah. I did that for you. Right, I, okay. I do have two copies of Will Not Die there as well. Okay, cool. Carry on. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I bought the. <laughs> that's uh, just one for the room, Yeah. Man, isn't yeah. It? <laughs> I, I bought the Shawn Michaels Carboy by co with John Cena, and I got told that um, Englishmen are crazy because of that.
2: Uh, ah, yeah. Eng- Englishmen are crazy. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the guy.
1: He's in the room as well. Wait. So, an American, the nation that has like mass shootings Bear and mind, shit I went to Ring uh, of the, Honor the
0: elected bloody Donald Trump it's got dark quickly they hadn't elected him back then that's the building where the building where <laughs> the Ring of Honor was in George W. Bush yeah right that's fair, the building Ring of Honor was in had a gun convention in like the same <laughs> weekend <laughs> and there were people walking around with massive fucking automatic machine guns yeah and I'm just like what the fuck
2: uh, guys I don't know if this counts as breaking, breaking news but Brock Lesnar's
1: back in the USADA testing pool yeah the uh, rumour is they're going
0: to have him fight in November fucking hell
1: Brock's coming back baby yes
0: I oh, hear his suspensions that'll be over won't it
2: but, oh, oh I hope he doesn't lose the universal title now
0: so
1: remember can, I so want he, him to he, be he the king walk, of the world so he can walk out with both belts yeah, I to be can you imagine king of of if he world. walked out on Raw with both belts he'd be the king of the world I want Brock Lesnar the king of the uns- and Vince paid him enough to drop the UFC belt in the bin <laughs> <laughs> how much do you think it, how much do you think he could pay Brock Lesnar I to literally do don't think Eight he figures. Would. Eight I don't figure, think he ever yeah. would
2: I don't think he ever would because I think he would got enough money he'd be like, no. <laughs> anyway, if was- anything, I'll drop your belt in the bin.
1: <laughs> i do what I want. It looks like it's been in bin anyway. Yeah, exactly. Let's get back it's to one of me- the most memorable,
0: memorable WrestleMania
1: matches of the last 15 years. Mate, Brock might be coming back to have another fight. Yeah. Is, it, is there another Samoan he can beat? <laughs> Probably. <coughs> do you reckon Mark Hunt would fight him again?
0: Sorry. No. You sure? I think he would. I don't think he would. He's still trying to sue the UFC for he that one. He wants his so. bank balance back. You know what I mean? Yeah, can point out how season. funny it is that... Um,
1: tested positive for whatever banned substance yeah and the UFC has gone well we still like you know we are financially fucked so mm. let's just bring him back yeah
0: they've yeah. 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 They got no money the same company that said John Jones will never headline a pay-per-view because he's too unreliable two weeks time he is against Daniel yeah. Cormier <laughs> one week by the time you listen to this yeah well done lads anyway right yeah back to, back to a really amazing match yeah so this match is really good so early on Sean like hits him with a very stiff slap that bloodies up his mouth a little bit which leads to the hip, Ric Flair slapping him back saying, Old yellow her. Huh? And that's one of the highlights of the match for me. Uh, oh, the moonsault.
2: Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, that's, it? yeah. I don't know how he didn't break a rib.
0: Shawn Michaels yeah. does a moonsault to the outside onto Ric Flair. Ric Flair moves. Shawn Michaels lands on the table, but the table doesn't collapse like well, it should.
1: It's the, it's the announced table. It's, yeah. it's got that front panel on it. And yeah. so the, the, like, the middle of the table breaks but the front panel stays upright, so he
0: he lands over it. And just, like, bucks him in the front. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The only way to describe it, really, gets fucked in the front. Are you describing something that happens on one of your DVDs?
2: Oh, women's erotic wrestling.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it it looked brutal and sickening. Um, Like a Kota bushi match. Um, Nothing's as bad as that. (laughs) Yeah, he didn't land on his head. He'd lost the rest of his hair, <laughs> but it might. That, that's it, the thing is, but well. it might have knocked his other, other eye straight. He <laughs> <laughs> was trying to figure out who had the thinnest hair. Uh,
1: see, Shaw's just got a clump missing out one side that Brett Hart pulled out like a girl, <laughs>
0: um, but Flair's just like got like baldness on him. So yeah, it's because he still bleached it, even though like his hair's white anyway. Like just fucking leave it, <laughs> like that little bit of bleaching. Thing. He can't leave it, can he? So hold on to it. As much as, like, this match, it's 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 pretty good. When it gets to the final moments, it really kind of hits you, like, how big of a moment it is. Well,
1: you, it is, like... Well, can we just talk about Shawn Michaels' uh, shitty figure four? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. What is that? Right. It looks like he hurts
2: himself more than he hurts bloody... F- like, he does it... He starts it off like a sharpshooter, doesn't he? And they call it inverted. It's not inverted. He just does it wrong. <laughs> yeah, it didn't look great. Like, it's like that R-Truth move where he gave himself a rock bottom... <laughs> Is that an inverted rock <laughs> bottom where yeah. you're getting the rock bottom? Well done, R-Truth. Well done, Shawn Michaels. You're our truth <laughs> so, yeah. What's up? Yeah. Rap feud. What's up? What's up? What's up? Not many people get to keep the t and for music uh, for WWE, do they? Because <laughs> no? so you
0: don't have to pay any royalties either way. You don't have to pay uh, CFO to make them new music. Or Jim Johnson or whoever it worked Time. Do you remember yeah. Get
1: Crunk?
2: <laughs> I do. Yeah. I reminded you of Get Kronk, I believe. Yeah, yeah. There
1: we go. Oh, that was a fun time, wasn't <laughs> it? We should
2: be talking about the, one of the greatest wrestlers ever retiring. Instead, we're
1: talking about Get Kronk. Yeah. See, <laughs> <So, yeah, laughs> the, the, finis- the both former NWA match. champions, by the way. Yeah, that is true. And yeah. To keep on the black theme, our truth was what the first black NWA champion.
0: Yeah. I mean, the others weren't allowed, were they? So, no. No. Racist. See, so, yeah, at the final moments of the match, sean's getting ready, setting up for the super kick. This is the bit we bit. not mention knows. the fact that Ric Flair actually hits the move off the top rope. Oh, yeah. That's really early on in the match as well. Yeah. And they said, oh, it's all coming out tonight. I guess he had to... Like, it is Ric Flair's do greatest hits. That's, yeah. what, that's what's good about the match. It's Ric Flair's I greatest hits. I seem hit. to Sean remember, right? I've
2: been trying to find the quote, but I can't. I know, I know we reference referenced Meltzer a lot on this show, but I really want to bring it up because I'm annoyed at him about it. I seem to remember him saying something like, oh, uh, this was a three and a half star match, uh, but if you... It's something like, if you... Consider it in historical context, it's easily five stars. Yeah. But he doesn't because it's three and a half stars. Oh. Except Kenny Omega got fucking six and three quarter stars for a fucking falling through a table yeah. <laughs> and getting his dick ripped off by carder. So, well done, Dave. Who's is, better, Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels? Jimmy Okada. Jimmy, Jimmy, Ocada. Jimmy Ocada, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reference. <laughs> oh To nothing. Yeah, I'm sorry, right, but... Especially, like... CM Punk and John Cena got five stars, okay? I would argue, and I'd, I'd be interested to see what he would say about this, that the occasion caused him to give that match five stars because I can think already of two massive botches... Well, not massive, but minor botches in that match. Mm. Now, that makes it not a perfect match. Yeah, but it, what... It do,
1: everybody grades things differently. So, like... For he m- grades different matches differently. Y- yeah, but, like, for me... That Okada Omega match was amazing. Yeah. But it wasn't five stars because okay. my favourite match uh, is John Cena versus Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Uh, from Which Extremos. is the best match, yeah. My second favourite match at the minute, it might change, is uh, Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg when Goldberg fucking spears him. <laughs> right. Like, big. And it, it, it's because I'm looking for something different than, yeah. than he is. And So I can see why he, But but this Ric Flair Shawn Michaels match Is easily in my top 10 matches Yeah it should be I'm not, I don't have a top 15 I'm not one of them But um, it's easy in my top 10 matches Racist But like I'm looking for something different I, th- I think I think I get what he's saying But I just think that If we're gonna slag his rating system off I uh, know This like, is the format to do it in I because, mean there's no point in doing
2: There's no point in actually slagging his ratings Because like then we'd be here all night. And we've done it a little bit already. But like, I know that he must take the occasion and stuff into context when he dishes out these ratings. But I was just shocked to see him rate this one so low because he loves Ric Flair. <laughs> he loves Shawn Michaels, probably. Probably doesn't yeah, like know, Shawn Michaels that much, does better he? He's a arts mate, isn't he? Yeah, it? exactly. But, you know, he knows how good Shawn Michaels is. But like, this isn't... Just an average match, it's an excellent match because of what it means, because of yeah. what it builds off of. I'd argue that this match sets off a chain reaction that culminates in the Undertakers matches through till WrestleMania 28. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So, the um, I was thinking about this earlier actually. So, you've got um, the Shawn Michaels coming out of this, you've got the Shawn Michaels Batista thing, yeah, cracking feud, uh, which then leads into Shawn Michaels Jericho, which is easily one of the best feuds WWE's ever done, ever. Yeah. Like at least from the whole. I'm Hogan still era shocked.
2: On. I said this to you earlier. I'm still shocked that they never at any point had a have th- had a triple threat match between Michaels, Batista, and Chris Jericho. Yeah. Like I don't know
1: how that didn't end up. But anyway, but and this it like does lead into that. Extra Jericho's feud. Like first proper world title <clears throat> run because yeah. you had the undisputed run, but that was bullshit. This this was like something where he was treated seriously. Michaels put him over, and all was good. Yeah. Then, then like you said about the Undertaker thing, so. Shawn Michaels Undertaker one. Yeah. Then you've got the year after Shawn Michaels Undertaker two. Yeah. Because which... I think the idea is
2: sort of implicit, but it's like he retired Ric Flair. Yeah. And then he sees how he wants his career to go. And like that becomes an ideal. And then obviously there's the. Triple H wants um, to avenge well, it. Well, like, yeah. Um, Hbk against Taker at WrestleMania 26 plays off of it because there's that whole thing where he's shouting to stay down, yeah, and then that further plays into the Triple H. Like if you wanted to view them as like a loose connected like series of matches, I think it's mm. arguably some of the best ever. Yeah, even if you ignore, even if you disregard, which I don't think you should, the whole Shawn Michaels into Batista into Jericho feud, which is excellent and 2008, by the way. I know Jericho gets lauded a lot for his work there but the Shawn Michaels work in that year is fantastic as well yeah um, this this series of Michaels into Triple H into Undertaker <coughs> matches is just this, this is a chain reaction match
0: that mm. sets off the next five WrestleManias well
2: the yeah. next four after this one
0: and it all starts with Ric Flair on the floor crying while Shawn Michaels stands over him waiting for him to get up for the super kick Ric Flair getting to his knees and like telling to bring it on while just in like he looks inconsolable. And then eventually the, I, I'm sorry, I love you, super kick, pin. I know a lot of people don't like that. You'd be surprised
1: how many people. It's
0: the fucking moment of the match. Well, you're exactly, yeah, like they're wrong. It's the moment. Yeah, well, well I don't,
1: why, why no, because it, it, I like it because earlier in the match, which we, I don't think we've mentioned, Shawn Michaels goes for a super kick and stops himself. Yeah. And then Flair gets him in a figure four. Yep. So then this whole point here, like, if you're in, if you're in Shawn Michaels' head, that first super kick is going. Well, that's going to end him. So I, I can't do it. Yeah. And this one is like, well, fuck it, I'm going to have to it's do it. Like, so that's why he apologizes. He yeah. But then he, it's his idol. Like he grew up, like worshiped him. It's a really so great says, moment as well. Like,
0: outside of the story as well, like how he quickly like jumps off him and like hugs him and then gets out the ring and he's like almost like this is you now like i'm sorry uh, well i really like that no thing. there's
1: a little bit of he sat outside at ring mm. there's a little bit of showboaty there from Shawn michaels which well, is sean michaels yeah, yeah but what is, is it the johnny storm move little bit <laughs> so like short sean does the whole like ladies, again, ladies <sighs> and gentlemen once again the yeah. wonder kid johnny storm <laughs> never mind that he lost so he, don't, he gets out of the ring, but he don't leave straight away. He, he's there, and then he's walked back as well. He sort of stops a bit and he goes to look back and then he carries on. There's, yeah. there's, there's, there's little bits in there that Mike, the, the old Sean yeah. is coming out He's like, oh, I need to be involved a little bit.
0: Yeah, I thought this was like, it's a great moment. It is and a then, great moment.
2: It's, a, it's, an, it's an emotional match and that's why it works for me. That's why it's great for me.
0: Did you, you sorry, did you watch The Raw the night after? Yes, yes yeah so did i and this was the first time i'd seen the ending part that's on the network that wasn't fan cam footage i'd only ever seen fan cam footage of that this is the first time i saw the actual wb like proper feed of it so the uh the um vincent undertaker yes. bit.
2: Yeah, yeah 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 i saw some of that as well um basically undertaker comes out and sort of hugs him
0: and like this was for the fans afterwards but i think it was released on that
2: WWE has,
0: well it's got like an after the show logo on the thing I think they've added a load of stuff onto things they've got stuff filmed for after episodes yeah there was like, a DVD that they released called after the show as well Oh, so was like. something you could click on and it no no it literally just as the episode ends on the network it just continues and shows the Did after we the show see stuff as didn't I don't know why no, but I, I found didn't, it on YouTube yeah this yeah, it was on the network. Because we spoke about it, it but
1: I, I didn't see it. So God, Jordan. Is it, is it good? So yeah,
0: um, yeah f- how they do the thing. Ric Flair comes out to do his speech. Triple H comes out and says if he thought you were getting away. Like, Ric Flair stays very composed, and you can tell like he's, he's worked on this, and he didn't want to cry her out. And- I was saying to Daryl earlier on, do you reckon they told him that they had something planned after this? Because this is
2: like 20 minutes before the end of Raw. Yeah. Do you reckon they told him, right, well, we've got something planned
0: after, so make sure you get your speech done and get out? And then they surprised him. Consider- with- yeah, considering how he reacts, yeah. like, he's not that good an actor to be able to pull off that. Like, his face is just like, you feel like, you feel for him. Like Stan calling the greatest promo in the history of the world, not that good an actor. <laughs> <laughs> he's all right. In terms of this type of stuff, though, he we weren't ever going to act this. No. But yeah, so Triple H comes out and says, We've got some people here who want to say thank you. And they bring out the Four Horsemen. Not just the original Four Horsemen that bring out Dean Malenko and a few others. Yep.
2: And Greg the Hammer Valentine, because apparently he was just backstage.
0: Well, also, like, he was one of Ric Flair's best mates.
2: Yeah, but it's yeah. still pretty. But, like, it looks like, here's all the people you associate with him. Here's some of his best friends from now and some of his best friends from the, And Greg Valentine's here, too. As, as Becky said, that looks like someone's mum. It looks like Triple H's mum. <laughs> I think Triple H could be Greg the Hammer Valentine's illegitimate child. Maybe, yeah.
0: So yeah, they bring out a few of the old timers and then it's, um, they bring out the, the roster to call, come, come out and they kind of like set up for a guard of honour.
2: Poor and bloody Randy Orton never gets to go <clears> in the ring, does he? Because he's the bad you know. guy WWE champion, but he gets to stand there clapping him and in his it. underwear. Yeah. Well, he's in his gear, isn't he? Yeah.
0: Kane, Kane remembered his ECW belt, didn't he? I know
2: Kane's wondering, look, <laughs> oh, I'm the champion again. There's yeah. so
0: many guys as well, like, who outside of Gimmick are oh. polo shirts oh, and oh, fucking yeah, cargo yeah, yeah, shorts. Yeah. yeah. Do you, know, do you know who fucking comes out? <laughs> yeah. Fucking Jesse and Festus in full fucking yeah. character.
2: Festus is in full... He's being led by Jesse.
0: Yep. Right? Luke Gallows, by the way. Uh, d- but don't tell Vince McMahon. I-, I paused it and said, can you guess who that is, Becky? Yep. And she no no. Well, should I know who he is? Like, yeah, that's Luke Gallows. Yeah, with a full <laughs> face on.
2: Festus, le- sorry, being led by Jesse. Also, we've we've neglected to mention that Finley comes out in a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> but with him in full gimmick it's hornswoggle of course <laughs> I, my, my favorite is i guarantee you vince was stood in gorilla position going where do you think you're going is <laughs> that oh, i'm just going to the ring to rest go and put the
0: shillelagh in your back pocket my favorite is the definitely balls mahoney because yeah, balls yeah, mahoney, yeah, mahoney there is in there. a salmon pink polo shirt and cargo shorts with his hair tied back it's the funniest thing paul london's there just got yeah. not knock, smiling knocking about <laughs> smiling you know. at the end of the queue paul london and then so it goes to the after the show part and the Undertaker's music plays. They don't turn the lights down though. Um, so he comes down to the ring a little bit. and then he gets in the ring. He hugs Ric Flair, says a few words to him and then gets suppose, down and poses yeah. in front of him. Which... I
2: thought Undertaker was the world champion at this point, wasn't it? I think it's a little bit weird because he'd won the night before. Oh, yeah, yeah. A little bit weird that he didn't bring the belt out and hand it across to him or something like that. It may have been too much, I don't know. Yeah.
1: yeah, he's already in full gimmick, isn't he? Like, yeah, that's true. I th- But I had... They are... Uh, Mandela Effect. Mandela yeah. Effect. I yeah. thought he'd done something like that. Are you confusing the memory of when Flair had that match with Triple H and after Raw they hoisted him up on shoulders and then put the world title on him? I might be, to be honest, yeah. yeah. That's a high chance that I'm doing that. Yeah.
0: And then the final person to come out is Vince. Comes out and gives him a big hug and everything... Everyone gets out of the ring. Does he Please aggressively pat him on the back? Yeah, he does. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He rags
2: that,
1: his arm. He's, like, trying
2: yeah. to pull his arm off. Yeah.
0: It's a Vince thing, that, isn't it? Yeah. it definitely is, yeah. So...
2: <laughs>
0: Tyson Hill's like, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're suspended. And then we get the Guard of Honour where everyone's, like, bowing to him doing the "we're not worthy" thing as he walks up the entranceway for the final time. The final time. <laughs> yeah, the final time ever. <laughs> Never mind Hogan. The final Ma- time for nine months. <laughs> Never mind Hogan <laughs> well, Mania.
1: we were discussing this earlier, actually, because... Graham brought up a point that, like, when um, he had the match at WrestleMania, he, Graham was saying, like, do you think that Flair knew he would have another match? Or do you think he knew it was his final I match? I think he... Well, we'll yeah. just... We, we, I don't know if you attended it, but we attended the 1PW Q&A with Ric Flair. Yes, I was there. Yeah. you
2: had been filming it probably by this point, weren't you?
1: I, I was working for it. I
2: was there working for long
0: before this. There you go. Yeah, because I've got a nice little story about Ric Flair. Have you? Yeah, yeah, go on then. Um, I think I might have told this on the air. Oh, you right? You didn't I work know, there like, anymore, like, dickhead. Um, you threw your hat in with the wrong crowd, didn't I mean, you? I mean, I mean,
1: also what you did is yeah, just cut off cut the off. end. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go I was making right. anyway. So all I was saying was that at that sh- at that event, yeah, he said that somebody asked me about will you have another match, and this is October after mm. April, that same the same year, um, and he said, well, I probably will have another match in Japan because Japan's different. <laughs> so
0: by October, at the very latest he he, he knew I I know for a fact in his contract for doing the 1PW thing he wasn't allowed to be involved with anything physical in the ring at all like that was a big thing for him Uh, my little Ric Flair thing um, I was working in a production booth and I had the production format there in front of me and Raven came in and stole it from us Uh, we needed it because there was a promo going on the ring and that had the cues and stuff on it so I had to go back and find out where he disappeared to with it I found him going through a match with Ulf Herman and Steve Carino uh, I had to get the format back from him and then as I was coming back through Rick Flair was stood there talking with Keith Meyer and there's a thing like um, do you think they were discussing who had the longest yeah. career yeah, definitely yeah well there was a thing uh, Mama Manson talked about this on one of his stand-ups where he said that the guys who've been at the very top are always cool the guys who at the bottom are always cool it's the guys who think they've been near the top who are the wankers and this definitely showed it because there's been so many times like I, I was just a production guy i don't expect people to want to shake my hand and stuff like i, I went and did it out of like, etiquette but it's not like they were seeking me out or anything i was never that big a cog rick flair fucking turns around and goes oh i haven't introduced myself yet rick flair nice to meet you and put his hand out to me oh shit! Sure. yeah and i, I was kind of like it took me a second where i was like fucking did you jizz in your pants a little bit i yeah. would blame and you i, I, I was right. like it's an absolute honour to meet you, sir. Um, and then got back to my production job because uh, I was like... Did you not introduce yourself yeah. back? Yeah. To say, Dan, yeah. I'm, I'm Dan. Yeah. The so, I, I'm Dan, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm Dan, pleasure to meet you, blah, blah. And like, In nine okay. years, listen to my podcast yeah. about you. But yeah, that was a really awesome thing because like the amount of people who came for 1PW who are massive stars now or were then who were kind of pricks, like Raven, for instance... And wouldn't bother with someone of my level, whereas Ric Flair fucking turns around, and sees me he's like I haven't introduced myself, and puts his hand out. Amazing. That's fucking huge. And all the stories like a Ric Flair like, when it comes to money and all that stuff, like that type of thing though, that's really important, and that's a really cool moment for me.
2: That's actually quality. I think I, I think I want to I want to leave on that. I want to end yeah. on that. That's good. I want to leave those memories alone. Okay, so. <laughs> Alfie. <laughs> <help> um, <laughs> thanks. Right. Well, that was fantastic. Yeah, I really enjoyed this episode. Maybe um, we can pick another one for next week. Uh,
0: well, but next week is uh, Battleground. Battle, yeah, it's yeah. Battleground, exactly. And I, I, I'll be frank with you, I ain't got time to watch anything else right, with okay, Battleground. Well, well, fine, I, okay. I'll be struggling to
2: get into Battleground. <laughs> All right, okay, well, it's fine. We'll, we, we'll do Battleground. Back, maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll come up with something different as well. Just to, you know, give you a little bonus. Maybe I will. I probably yeah. won't. Um, honest, what probably.
1: date is it next Next Sunday? Uh, is it the 30th? 30th, 30th, yeah. 30th of July is the beginning of Summerfest. Oh, we're boom. Doing, we're oh. doing um, the, the draft. Uh, a year later, okay. Who, who's been good? Who's been shit? Is it shit that they cancelled Talking Smack after that was the best mm. show since the start of the draft? I've already spoiled that one for you. There you go. <laughs>
2: That's a good point because uh, well, we have got a thing. Battleground right? was in fact the show before they finalized the draft, and
1: it? it was a week after the draft yeah. last yeah. year. So, so we'll we'll mention Battleground. We'll yeah, we will, chat yeah, about we'll it. But
2: Summerfest begins, baby.
0: Yeah. Something you remembered
1: in it.
2: <laughs> Summerfest 2017: Return of the Fest. We've still not got a show for the 6th of August. If everybody wants to fucking tweet us yeah, an pretty, idea. Yeah. Send, send us some ideas, genuinely. Send us some ideas. We have run out. That's good. Um, yes, yeah, send us your top 15s. Uh, that's it for the Royal Grumble. Thank you very much. Uh, it's been a genuine pleasure this week. Uh, say goodbye, Dal. <laughs> to be the man. You've got to be the Dan. Say goodbye, Dan. Bye. Leave the memories alone, baby.
1: So here I am with my thoughts of you. This world I've left for me. Stoic faces when I think of you and how I once believed. So now you call me, but you know I won't let you through. Have myself to deceive.